Is this thing on? <laughs> Brother Tim. Ooh, that sounded like a real knock. That did sound like a knock. Let him in, y'all. We let no days off here. They made a mistake. They gave us microphones. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. You know, we don't want to be the podcast that's no out and no one can be able to hear us, huh? Ooh, I love when I get to sit across from you and do this podcast. I love you, brother. <laughs> Sorry, brother. <laughs> it's almost like we're saying shade is honesty. It's like we'll have your emotional moment. Nobody said that you quit it. You can still be strong. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be hurt too much. So that's my motto. Like when you have a go urges, just jack off and go do something productive. Like, taxes for fruit, y'all. <laughs> taxes for fruit. <laughs> Hold me accountable. Too. Somebody being willing to fall on the <sighs> And once they do that, they need to explain <laughs> the repercussions of their decision. Right. Woo 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 woo. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Die. A lot of these people want their guns because they have an agenda. I feel like they're going to stockpile weapons and one day they're going to try to come and kill all the black people. That's what I think. Oh my God, we're back. We are back. Yes, we're back. <laughs> Welcome uh, again. Back. Hey, oh. We're back. Hey. Tell and your we're friends. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, we're black too. <laughs> and we're black. And we're back. Tell and your friends. Back. And we're back. <laughs> China. China. Oh God, is that going to be copyright infringement? Uh oh. We don't want any problems. Right. That sound does not belong to us. Right. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of No Days. Hey. Oh my God. It's Pride Month. It is Pride Month. Yes. It's an exciting time. It's World Pride. It's World Pride in NYC. And we live in Nueva York. Nueva York. It's going to be popping, but it's like a special time. So I'm glad that we're getting to do another podcast. Yes. Even though it's been a little while. It's been a little while. I actually still haven't edited it edited the last one. Oh shit well so we have like so i'm gonna do that this week because it's like and then we can, then we have like two then we have yeah, back so to we're gonna back. do it on a back-to-back because it's like absolutely actually ridiculous that i haven't done that yet so yeah. it's okay we're getting it together we're yes. always in the process of getting it together but at least we have the content yes we do it's in it's in the what is it the queen the q the q the queen how we call a queen a queen Oh, what kind of rude something what, that you quee quee? That sounds like something a Jamaican would say that is not nice. Right, your mother's a bomba quee quee. Hey, you better shut up. <laughs> oh my gosh, I wish if you guys were like the people on the other side of you know the microphones were here so we can ask them how they're doing because I feel like every time we get to the part of the show where we catch up, I just want to hear like other people. I know, same see how they're feeling. Yeah, that's why we gotta get these <clears throat> guests on up in here. I know it's true. So we true. can have some people vibe out with us. It's true. It's so funny because I was actually thinking about like doing an episode with straight men for Pride Month, and I definitely really wanted Jameer to be on the show. Oh yes, and and um, if you guys don't know Jameer, it's Jameer Pond. He's on the Grapevine. He's on like he's been on BuzzFeed. He's on like he's been everything. On, like, at High ninety seven. Right now he's on Cocoa Butter. Um, he's on BET. He got his new show on BET. With Mark Lamont Hill and Gia Pepper. So he's doing his thing. But I was about to say, like, all the guests that we were going to have on are so big time. Yes. They, may not, they, they may not want to come on here. I know, but. No, know. I'm not going to speak that. I'm just playing. They're going to come on. Yes. This, we support each other. We support each other. Support but I'm so other. excited. I, I feel like, you know, since the last time that we've been on, like, a lot of things have happened. 
Oh man, you have no idea, right? Yeah, just so you want to tell the people what you've been up to, brother? No, brother, you go first. I feel you like mean, I, you always do go yeah, first. Yeah, I don't, you know. Let's so we're breaking, we're breaking a tradition. I don't know if it was if that's really a like a real tradition. It is tradition. No, it's fine. Okay, we can break them. No, we can change it okay, up. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, a lot has happened. It's I had a birthday. I turned thirty four. Yeah. Up oh, exactly. That's why you uh, need to start because you had a whole birthday. Brother, sing me happy birthday. <clears throat> happy birthday to you happy birthday to you i'm not going to the rest because I have, i'm not warmed up and i had a little zubity so but you sounded good thank, thank you, you brother i love you I'm, i love when people sing me happy birthday um i'm gonna edit that out because i sounded crazy oh just relax everybody just calm down you sounded great so um it was my birthday yes um did we I don't know if we had the show since we came back from L.A., Ashley no. and I. Oh, yeah. So, Ashley and I went to L.A. L.A. For the Afro Ball Gala, which was amazing. I know. Ashley I mean, I wasn't I, there, but I know it was amazing. It was. It was amazing. It was, like, beautiful. Like, you know, continental Africans were there. Diasporic black people were there. Like, Caribbeans and African Americans. And we just rocked out together and celebrated people who are, like, you know, doing amazing things in the area of, like, media, engineering, science. Wow. I believe it was, like, the, you know, the beauty fashion mm-hmm. um, area as well. Right. It was um, really, really amazing. Jackie Aina got honored. Ashley did in the grapevine. Um, there were some other people that got honored. This amazing, brilliant engineer. I forgot his name, but he was a pioneer in pharmaceuticals, like something recent. I'll get you guys that information if I ever find it, because I was looking for that. Um, they had like little pamphlets that they gave out mm-hmm. with everybody's information, and I was looking for it, and I cannot find it. I'm like, what the hell did I do with that? You know, like a little yeah. keepsake because Ashley's face was on it and everything. But it was amazing. We had some really, really great meetings out there. We met some cool ass fucking people. Yes. Shout out to Lily from Blavity. We got to see her. We haven't seen her in a little bit since she left New York and went over to LA. I don't know Lily from Blavity, but I'm gonna meet you soon, girl, I'm sure. Lily, she's dope. She would love you. you guys would love each other. She's really, really good vibe. She's beautiful. She's East African. I think she's Ethiopian. Oh, and Lily got honored. How could I forget? Yes. She got honored in for for media um, for working you know and doing all the work that she's been doing for all of these years. She was with Huffington Post before she was with Blavity. Anyway, she's dope as fuck, and she got honored. And we should also honor the ice cream truck for blessing hoods everywhere from the East Coast to yes. the West Coast. Who would we be on a on a fucking S- summer Thursday day. <laughs> summer you know evening without our access to fucking lactose? Right. And refreshments. And refreshments. And so we honor you. My uh, puppy in the we background. We honor you today. Willow going <laughs> in on a toy. Willow go off. Um, I don't know how disrupting she's going to be. I don't know, but she tearing it up. She tearing that little monkey up. Okay, so guys, um, just to paint the picture, we're doing the podcast in the living room. And Willow... <laughs> Will's how old is she now? Will she's four months. Um, Will's uh, four month old puppy is fucking up her yeah, toy. She's, she's not like aggressive, a toy, but a she toy monkey. is. I mean, going in, on brother. It. She's fucking it up. Okay, uh, Willow. She, she actually here, may be practicing. Willow, for, hey, for some hey, future war that's here. gonna happen. Come she on. seems very into it. I don't know what to come say. Here. 
Come here, Willow. Um, and then Quinn comes, and now it's a whole thing. But this is one of the amazing things about the podcast is, you know, that we can edit all of this stuff out if it's too distracting. Exactly. But I don't want to get too far off of the move, Quinn. Yeah. Please. No, but it was just, it, it was really, really amazing to be out there with, like, black people who have managed to go into even a space like L.A., which wasn't a traditionally amazing space for black people to be. Right. But over the last couple of years, a lot of black people have been going and, and just doing a lot of great work in the areas of fashion and media, um, movies, films. We've seen like Ava DuVernay, Ryan Coogler come up, um, Jordan Peele, hey. lots of amazing um, black people coming up and giving us a whole lot of different types of ways to see black people on film. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice to see people that I know and we're coming up with out there and right. doing big things. That's That must be really powerful, like that just that energy yeah. uh, that that brings, you know, and really just honoring people, you know, um, in different ways. And it doesn't have to be like, I mean, there's so many different types of awards and, you know, but again, to be able to honor people in that way, yeah. you know, and and again highlight how important all of us are and then there are levels and steps to this and yeah you know and you and and everyone deserves to get acknowledged exactly. through all the steps along the way exactly and also the fact that we took the time and while well, at least the organizers of afro ball took the time to recognize engineers and doctors right. and, and that yeah exactly and, you know it wasn't this overindulgent kind right. of like media mm-hmm. heavy heavy media exactly. thing exactly it, it, it did recognize people who were doing amazing things in other areas that are important to our community mm-hmm. because let's let's face it you know we want the best doctors mm-hmm. and we want the best you know engineers on our exactly. team and it really was just a nice amazing place to be and they had amazing jollof rice what more can we hey. ask for you that know is amazing. Yes. So that was great. I mean, what else have I been up to? I would just say, like, I've been working a lot. There's so many things that have been going on in terms of, like, you know, getting ready for things that are happening later in the year. I'm gearing up for festival season and going out with Afropunk to do a couple of uh, shows over in different countries and preparing for our New York shoots as well. Hey. It's just a lot of things to manage. And, you know, it's always that kind of shit as well. I've been trying to make time to date. <coughs> all that shit but let me tell you something we're gonna talk about it because today's theme is like around life and you Mm -hmm. know feeling you know appreciated underappreciated all that kind of stuff valued and Mm -hmm. undervalued um and we'll get there but just in terms of life i've been trying to date a little bit Mm -hmm. and and, you know i we'll talk about that a little in a little bit more but i was just like i've also realized maybe i don't i don't i don't want to just date like i want to like really hone in on somebody that i really like right and i was like i was like you know i i feel like i'm dating a lot of people who are cool but i'm just not 100 percent just not that into you sure of yeah like i feel like they're not into me all the way and i don't feel like i'm into them all the way right it's like a combination so it's just been an interesting thing which i've been making time to date and then i'm like am i wasting my time making time for right blah blah blah, blah. So I've been experiencing a little bit of that and just some, you know, anxiety around work and all of my responsibilities. So it's been like this kind of like couple of weeks of just feeling Mm -hmm. really, really grateful and amazing for all of the things that are happening, all of the opportunities that have presented themselves or at least have presented themselves enough for us to you know pounce on them mm-hmm. and to see what will happen so now we're in the in the season of seeing what will happen and simultaneously pouncing on whatever else is available for us right. so you know it's 
it's just an interesting space because it feels like mm-hmm. kind of like in limbo. Right. In limbo because working is present progressive. Mm-hmm. Like you're always doing it. So there's always going to be a reward in there, mm-hmm. but it's a matter of like, when is it going to come and how's it coming? How's it going to come and what is it going to be? Right. Considering that we're working and we're doing so much. So, um, you know, it's like that planting and harvesting all at the same time. And it's an interesting space to be. Yeah. And just, you know, um, I've been having the challenge of maintaining my gratefulness mm-hmm. and not getting like really, really wrapped up in wanting things to happen right now and wanting things to um, come to fruition in the way that I imagined them, which nothing in my life is fucking the way that I imagined it, except for like having bomb ass friends. Right. And um, oops, actually lies. And I'm also getting to do what I want, but it's not right. what I thought it would look like. So I probably just, so I realized that I need to calm the fuck down and be grateful for where I am and what I have managed to accomplish and what I have and what I have access to and what is mm-hmm. yet to come as opposed to spending so much time thinking in mm-hmm. the the lack and in the frustrations and all the things that are going to be there regardless mm-hmm. um, because that's just a part of the nature of being alive. Right. <laughs> so, you know, it's just been an interesting couple of weeks in having these highs and then you know, being able to evaluate what could be perceived as lows. Right. Exactly. Which they're actually not. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, love that you said that. Um, yeah. Because I think for me, that's well, two things that you touched on. Um, gratefulness. Yeah. Uh, and it's something that I've also kind of been, it's been just kind of surrounding me. Um, but kind of what led me there was uh, perspective. Yeah. Um, and I, we kind of touched a little bit upon that. And I was in therapy this past week. And I actually, I was like, I'm just very grateful for my perspective. And for me, I've been similar. I've been going through a lot of different emotions wrapped in one little <laughs> box. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been like this kind of full circle moment for me now that I can like evaluate the entire thing. It's like, wow, it's come full circle. So, um, a lot of things have been going on. I mean, um, obviously I've spent, I spent your birthday with you and that was amazing. It was, uh, I love spending, we had midnight birthday together. I love midnight at my place. And you know, it was just, you know, you know, the people, the people may not know what midnight birthday is, but did we explain it before? Maybe, maybe. I mean, have we been doing this for a year now? Yeah. Well, we shit. We probably did. Yeah. But in case they don't know, in case this is your first time listening, yes, Midnight Birthday is our tradition, and we don't mind, you know, lending it to you. It's really fucking cool. It's fun. It's something that's actually pretty easy to do. It's something yeah. that's like, and it's um, it's just kind of what's the word? Uh, Wonderful and like amazing. Consider it. Like it's just fucking kind of like amazing. really cool. It is fucking amazing. Exactly. Um. But yeah. So basically, what happens is at midnight, your friends show up at your apartment. Or you show up at their apartment, or whatever that, whatever you whatever know, whatever, was whatever, whatever, whatever gets you going, right? And um, you just celebrate, you know, like with a little cake, or mm-hmm. like you know, some weed, like some right. a drink, some it's, champagne, like whatever you're into, and just bring it in and just rain down good vibes and right. good energy onto that person from the minute it's their New Year. Exactly. You know, like how we do the five, four, three, two, one for New Year's. It's like do the five, four, three, two, one for your personal mm-hmm. New Year. And for me, it's just been an amazing tradition that's kind of been introduced to my life via um, Jamari and like Roosevelt. Mm -hmm. And they're good friends of ours. And actually, Will and Jamari look a lot alike. They call call themselves twins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're really cute. And um, 
Yeah, they kind of started that. We've we've I've known them for about five years now and six mm-hmm. years, and they started doing that, and it it means so much to me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they we had Midnight Birthday. Yeah. By Wills, and it got it got my year started off. Yeah, there. and then um again. I just love the concept of it, um, of literally bringing in their year with them, uh, sending them off with well wishes, not off, but just, you know, just rallying up around your people that you love. And like, we're here, we're rocking with you. You Let's celebrate, you know. And what I love about it is, it's, you know, we're getting older, we're getting busier. There's a lot of shit happening. And sometimes we have like a lot of, we feel like a lot of guilt or a lot of, you know, obligation to like make birthdays this big old spectacular thing. And, And they are, and they should be. They're always the the birth of someone but what i really love about this is that it kind of takes the pr- not you know the pressure but it takes the pressure off of just making it a a, a thing and just you know it's just like a just a, a like a tradition and a love fest that we do like so for me it's like i'm at the point like if, if all i get is a midnight birthday like i'm totally satisfied and i know it's gonna come so like you know what i mean so like i know that every year is gonna be every birthday is gonna be great so i just love that too because it just again it just you know what the intent of it is just really it just makes you feel good it makes you feel like you have those people that you love and and, and we're rocking with you you know year after year and and it's just a great feeling so yes, i love sharing that you know that moment with you um uh but for me uh the reason why perspective has been um a lot you know i talk about my journey in therapy a lot and it actually means a lot to me because i think i've grown especially with the therapist that I'm with now, I think I've grown a lot within the last, you know, couple of months. Um, yeah. And I'm really grateful for that. And um, sometimes I, I've actually asked this question, like, why do I think the way that I do? And, you know, because I always think about, like, when it comes to, even like when you think about good people and bad people, I'm like, what makes good people good people? And what makes bad people bad people? And what makes people think this way? And what, you know, what makes me think that life should be this type of journey like i just you know i'm curious always like we why. love curiosity yeah. so i don't know I'm, I'm just really grateful for um the perspective i you know i've been able to kind of manage in my life and i think it you know it it it's a result of you know my experiences it's a result of the people that i decided to keep around me you know and help grow me and build community with um so there's a lot of those factors in there um but uh more like specifically uh dealing with like my purpose and actually like working versus you know doing something that you love while getting compensated for it that kind of like real adult for me it's like a real adult battle um because you know the older i get it's kind of like the more serious life gets in some ways exactly you know because what I mean? then you start thinking about like yo i gotta start saving for my shit for my future right yeah you, you, like it's like because you realize that you are mortal exactly and then there's this level of but i still want to do the things that i love absolutely and the, that you know obviously that takes a certain a level of you know commitment growth with that thing sacrifice and sacrifice and sometimes you know because we have to live and we have bills to pay sometimes you have to sacrifice that unfortunately so it's like that that i'm in kind of like kind of you how what you were saying that limbo of like really like uh how do i figure this out like i know the cards i know what i have i know what to kind of what to do but it's just like like if i you know don't do (laughs) this i can actually like put myself at risk of having to sacrifice maybe something that i don't necessarily 
want to lose right now you know like you know i don't know so it just makes me think about um a lot of things but uh more specifically with work i've been having a lot of issues with um a a boss at work Uh, i don't really have those type of issues normally um in the workplace i naturally get along with a lot of people uh i agree i mean i'm aware that not everyone gets along and i'm okay with that too but you know at work you know upholding you know and high moral you know uh, professionalism whatever but just not really having a a, a great time um mm-hmm. with a new boss um who i feel is kind of being a little uh aggressive and attacky with me and also has a history of it mm. um so just some some really actually not so good stuff so um actually can't really talk about it because i'm actually reporting some stuff uh mm-hmm. to to hr about the situation mm-hmm. but um it's been a really 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 exhausting exhausting journey i mean people are out here just trying to get their coin right why is it that at certain places when people get a little bit of power them feel like they need fit 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 upset people's lives a lot to flex on people because they never get fit flex in real life mm-hmm yeah like these napoleon complexes that people have is like absolutely ridiculous it's, it's crazy but um just a just lot again just like really exhausting not a, I, not things that i actually embrace in my life like this kind of unnecessarily having to spend all this hours you know working and uh writing this stuff and preparing it and making sure that i'm thorough and it's it's, it's been exhausting you know getting all this stuff together but it's done you know, I feel confident and I know I know the truth. So I have, you know, all confidence that everything will work out the best way that it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but nonetheless, it's not I think about my life and I think about where I want to go and what I do. And that's not that. Right. And I also, you know, realize that I'm experiencing this because a I, I put myself here, you know, despite what I know, despite, you know, the things that I, I am I'm able to do, I let fear kind of keep me in this corporate structure because it was easy, because it was safe, because I knew that I was going to get my coin every two weeks, because I knew exactly how much I was going to get, you know. So as much as I want to be an entrepreneur and as much as I have that business owner in me and as much as I want to, you know, branch off and and literally spread love over around the world, you know, there's a certain level of the fear that comes with that. And yeah. I'm really at this point i feel like the universe we talk about this all the time i feel the 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 universe is really cooking up and it's bubbling and it's like you said Mm -hmm. you wanted to be this you said you were going to do this so i'm i'm testing you i'm pushing you i'm making you uncomfortable and i'm i've literally been this is the most uncomfortable i've ever been in any work situation and because i know that this is not my calling because i know again for me when i actually think about the the grand scheme of things of actually working selling again i've said this before selling cheaply made clothes to spoil rich white people for at expensive prices my purpose my i don't feel fulfilled at the end of the day yeah you know what i mean again i've 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 felt more fulfilled on a 12-hour day uh working at the grapevine not getting paid volunteering my time you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Uh, because i know what it what you guys are sacrificing and i know what you guys are giving up and the conversation and the actual value Mm -hmm. you know not not monetarily but the actual value that i'm getting from the conversations that is actually impacting me in my life and the way that i live to this very day is that's you know what i mean where i want to get to yeah you know on a daily basis and you know i do believe that there is a marriage between that and actually getting paid for the things that you that you love uh, again it comes to me being more proactive you know sacrificing a little bit more and and planning and figuring it out but i know i'll get there yeah 
And I think, again, the universe is saying, this, who do you want to be? This is what you said. And this is why you're so uncomfortable. And this is why this is not for you. And I also realize that, unfortunately, that this woman, this is who she is. This She's going to be here for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. This is my just my pit stop. Mm-hmm. So I need to get off. And, you know, when people, what and like what I've observed in my corporate career is that when there are people who have reached their glory years, which is just some kind of like managerial position or a position where they can, you know, flex on somebody. Once they get there and that's where they're satisfied, they will they will move heaven and earth to make sure that their spot is solidified, Mm -hmm. to make sure that they are no threats, to make sure that they have, you know, what they maintain that power, just like every kind of like dictator you can think of. Um, and, and what's funny about that is, is that we're so judgy, like people are so judgy about the things, the horrible things that other people do, and including myself. But if you look at your own life and we kind of evaluate our own life, we know a lot of little dictators and they show up as like, you know, fucking neurotic mm-hmm. bosses and things like that. But that's what I've definitely seen in the corporate space. People who may have experienced being little in different areas of their lives, even in adulthood, who finally come in an opportunity to have power. Mm -hmm. And it really does show a lack of, you know, I would say familiarity with Mm -hmm. the position. Yeah. Like you didn't experience this in your life. So Mm -hmm. this is what, this is the culmination of your, of your efforts, which tells me that you're inexperienced. um, You're hurt. Right. You have something to prove. Um, which you don't you don't believe in yourself and right. a lot of other things in a corporate space is like a petri dish of personalities right. like that. It's and you know what's it's in, horrible. It, it was so interesting is because I I know what I know about you know her this being her this is her glory and I know that for me this is just a stop. I was you know very appreciative of you know talking with you because I was like you know what for me I I can this is you boo this is your territory you got it you know I don't need this like. And it's okay to have that attitude in this position because I, I know better, and that's you know I know that I'm that I'm greater than this space, so I can bow out gracefully. But what I appreciate you um, was like you know kind of encouraging me to like fight back in the way of the of way of like just letting just letting people know that they can't do what they do, mm-hmm. you know, and the and the way that they do it, and you know, and knowing what I know about some of the stuff, it's just like wrong is wrong, and you have to get called on your shit and. It comes to a point where, like you told me, you have to defend yourself and your reputation. And yeah, it could be easy for you to bow out. And yes, you can get another job and it's going to be easy for you to get your coin and you're going to soar no matter what. But it's important for you to defend yourself and defend your reputation. So I really appreciate that from you because that's what I did. And, you know, again, it was exhausting, but I wrote this three page, this three page fucking serious ass letter very eloquently, you know, to let people know what's going on and and this needs to stop and my voice needs to be heard so i do really appreciate that Mm -hmm. and so you know again that took a lot of a lot out of me a lot just it was just really draining because i i have so much to do i i'm sitting here stressing because i'm not on the you know putting posts on the instagram for no days off the way that i should be you know recording like there's stuff to do i got shit to do Mm -hmm. so the fact that this was taking up so much i was it made me even more upset you know Mm -hmm. but again going through the week i got the shit done i I, you guys helped me get through it which i'm very grateful for you know you and donnie um helped me get through the letter was up with me hours getting it done um and then i realized it was my dad's birthday you know what i mean and i I got to have a great conversation with my dad and um you got your you and his birthday is only like you know five or six days apart um and i just had a great 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 conversation with him and then prior to having conversation with him i actually had a conversation with 
a lot of different people from my family my um niece well my cousin's daughter actually um chose me to interview for her school project for a performer or for a singer um and someone that who inspires so her cool. um, first of all i was fucking shocked because i didn't even know she even knew what i did because i feel like i'm not as visible as i should be but i was very grateful and it really inspired me because um she's a very 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 talented young little girl mm-hmm. black girl um and what she one of the questions she asked me she said who inspires me and i told her it was her um because what one of the things is when watching some of the videos that her mom puts up is just actually amazing to see because first of all she's nine um and she goes in front of these audiences of like 200 people and she just sings like and it's just you know and she, you can tell you can see her growth through all of her videos you know you mm-hmm. can tell that she really works hard and you know and i told her um being a kid in school probably isn't easy in elementary school middle school especially these days are probably not easy at all no these motherfuckers so i was like now, that child. really inspires me because you they know as an ad- now, right and I, I told her that she inspired me because you know as an adult i don't know for y'all out there you brother but for me like there has for a lot of part of my life there's been a lot of doubt and i think again this is where mm-hmm. you know even though i am successful in many ways I, it this is also the same result of me being doubtful of myself because i could have had or i can have so much more yeah like so much greater so like held you back yeah so even though i seemingly make this amount of money and i have a great position it's also for me it's also a result of not believing in myself there's so much more inside of me that i can offer in a whole different way again besides serving these white people you know um in a in an institution that is just crazy and not meant for my spirit yeah um so again it just encourages me to do better and encourages me um uh, again a little just to be fearless in many ways so i told her that it, it helps me as a performer see her you know do what she does and be fearless and and be able to navigate that space as a child it reminds me of like where i need to continue to do the work um when i'm you know experiencing these adult things and that's why kids are amazing because they are a wonderful reminder Yep. of why you're here yeah and they are a wonderful reminder of how beautiful curiosity is mm-hmm. how fearlessness can right. show up because you mm-hmm. learn how to be fearful as you go yep. on through your life so mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah so i got to speak to my family so that added a, a, a layer of perspective for me because one of the things so not only is just speaking to her i spoke to my my cousin and my um my my godson and i showed you a video of him singing this girl's on fire by alicia keys and but just seeing how animated Mm -hmm. he is and seeing how much energy and enthusiasm he has just for life and seeing how talented she is i was like i have to help raise these kids Mm -hmm. that's that was my immediate thought like this is what my contribution is a part of you know as i navigate this world i have to help these kids and you know there was a sense of guilt on my part because i wasn't as in touch with them as i feel like i should be but you know having these conversations really solidified my my purpose in their life and again she she picking me just you know i was so honored because i didn't even know that she even noticed me in that sense you know what i mean Um, that is so cool so again i i feel like i just really felt like i have to help raise these kids and i i decided like i don't want to be the fashionable cool gay uncle that pops in and out makes everybody laugh sprinkle some glitter and then bounces like Mm -hmm. i really want to be a part of their lives and their development and these are my kids too I want to do whatever I can to help them. If it, if it is helping pay the $40, $50 for the acting class, because I know that my cousin is going, you know, is a hard working woman. Like that's what I need to do as 
I don't know. I just feel that that's what I have to do. And I, and so that just added an, another layer of perspective of where, how do I want to direct my life? Where do I want to be? How do I want to show up? You know, not only for myself, but for the people that I love and for the next generation ahead of me. Cause her and him being nine and he's three they're going to be the leaders of the you know what i mean before i go you know what i mean so i need to make sure that they're doing and they're good and they're set up in that way and then so having that moment blah 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 about to go to therapy right after all this shit happened with work then talking to my family speaking Mm -hmm. to my dad about to go to therapy and then i get a note on my door yeah um and it i it says good morning um and i realize it's from my neighbor and she says um i don't know what you're auditioning for but you sound great your voice is beautiful you're gonna get it keep at it and then it was like we're your biggest fans over here now mind you i've had that is so beautiful uh, very little interactions with my neighbors um it's because we it's new york we're just hey how are you good blah 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 um, but I mean, I sing a lot. That's just what I do. I practice. We, we, we go through music. I've been doing, you know, auditions, not necessarily auditioning for anything in particular, but I've just been going over music and rehearsing and practicing. Um, and, Stay ready. And what was amazing to me is that, again, my voice, even though at times I felt like I sounded a mess, whatever she heard and whatever re- she received between those walls touched her enough to get up write a note take a pen out because you know people don't write on that's what i'm saying get up get take a pen out put it to paper and make sure that it stayed on my door for me to get it like that i cried that touched me and that again solidify what my purpose in this world was and again what do you think your purpose i think it's to continue to to experience life tell my story and help grow my community around me beautiful okay and storytelling, however that comes out, and all the ways that I love to express myself, whether it's through song, whether it's through actually telling someone something, whether, you know what I mean, putting pen to paper, I think the art of storytelling, however I see fit in that moment of experience, is what the what the actual, like, I guess, task is. But, you know, to actually gr- help utilize that to, to grow my community as well as myself in the process mm-hmm. and, and just love on everyone as they love on me. And that's all I want to do. Like, again, that touched me so much because I had no idea. I did, I'm just singing in my room, don't not knowing, you know, what's going on. And the fact that that touched her meant so much to me. And it just really, it just, it just, I don't know. It just really I mean, did something you, to me. You, you fulfilled your purpose through the walls. That's you funny. know what I mean? And that's all <laughs> I, and I realized that's all I wanted, you know, all along. So again, I realized, you know, you know through what I went through with work again, this is all first of all that's not real what i create for myself is real and mm-hmm. i have to and it, i have to light a fire under my ass and i and i i, I got the message then this and i think that's what the universe showed me kind of full circle moment it didn't just leave me with this kind of terrible moment at work in limp it like brought me all the way through it you know from having this certain experience feeling this a very certain type of very uncomfortable way and then guiding me through by being able to talk to my family in a very specific moment in time and then having that note and then solidifying that on top by going to therapy and being able to express that and have an amazing exchange with my therapist the universe was did me a really good job with this lesson this time around um so that's what the gratefulness came in and it was gratefulness from my perspective to be able to take that lesson and see like all those current those events that happened and be able to kind of narrow it down to what it is that i need to do for myself to, to to get it together yeah and it's and it's really really hard to like 
get to that place sometimes. It's really, really hard to mm-hmm. get to a place where you can be like, yo, in this moment, I'm just I'm going to choose to be grateful and I'm going to speak on the things that I can be grateful for, especially when you are faced with like the, you know, the kind of like harsh political environment of, of corporate America. And I think like most people can relate to the idea of going to a job that they fucking hate. <laughs> You know, and so, you know, most people who are listening to this, like, you know what it's like to have to wake your ass up early in the morning and go to a place that you do not want to go to just to make sure that you can pay for your Mm -hmm. rent, pay your student loans or pay for whatever the things are. And then barely do it. Barely do that shit and then have to get up and do that every day for five days out of the week if you're lucky. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's just an easy, an easy place to lose sight of who you are, lose yep. sight of your dreams, yep. and and learn that there is not a intrinsic value associated with you as a human being in these places. Mm-hmm. It's really all about like you clocking in, clocking out. You're the equivalent of an employee ID number who gets paid a certain amount of money, and at any moment you are you can be compromised. Considering the fact that we're looking for that amount of money. We can find that money in you mm-hmm. if your particular department isn't performing at a certain way or hell, if we made an error and now we got to make up for that money that we've lost, you're on the chopping block. Right. It's a very, very interesting space to navigate um, coming from someplace as you described, you know, your nine and three year old, you know, co- cousin, your second cousins and your uh, nephew and your mm-hmm. niece, you know, however they are, however you decide to identify right. them. But when you were talking about like how pure they kind of come off and they're just singing and fearless, by the time like you get to, you know, middle school and then you go through high school and then you hopefully college is a great time and you kind of like learn more about yourself. Mm-hmm. But when you get plucked into corporate space, it's a really, really easy space to wind up and wind up being like, what the fuck? Is this what being an adult is all about? No, this thank is you. trash. Who lied to me? Who lied to me? Everybody lied to me. And I remember just, you know, like being in the corporate space and just feeling like, shit, this is a shit show. And then it became all about money. It became about like, how can I make money so that I can get out of here and live my biggest and wildest dreams? And then before you know it, you're making the money. You're like, oh, I like this. that I'm going to get money. I'm used to this life. I can pay my bills. <laughs> exactly. And and the dream gets further and further and further away, even though you probably have the money to get you started on your dream. But in, in any case, I'm, I'm getting to the point of that the aspect of who you are Mm -hmm. can get so lost over over you know getting to these getting into these places and these institutions that pull back so many of the layers that you that you that you came to this earth with came to this earth with and value came up because i would say that like towards like my last couple of days I've been like thinking so critically of myself and what am I doing in terms of like, you know, making sure that I'm being responsible for my contributions to the world mm-hmm. and that I'm able to get that out, like my personal DNA. Um, even though, you know, working on the grapevine is amazing and owning that product, co-owning that product, executive producing that with Ashley and Amanda, it's amazing. And also I just want to make sure that I manage to tell people about 
what I personally believe in my life about right. what it means to be purpose driven and how you can be purpose driven person in corporate America, outside of corporate America, at the soccer game when you're watching your kids, while you're on the college campus. Like you can really live that kind of life. And what are the tools necessary to get through that, even though these political environments are right. going to try to pull back your mm-hmm. layers? You know, that's, I feel, is like my individual work that I'd like to do. And I've been like kind of like, you know, criticizing myself mm-hmm. about like why um, I haven't been giving that enough attention or why I'm not able to do the things that I want to do. And I was associating and putting value on being able to do those things and how that's coming back to me in right. terms of am I satisfied with what I'm doing in these areas? And it's kind of like one of those things where he's almost second guessing like, am I? Yeah, like, am I crazy? Am, am, like, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I, I good enough? Miss a meeting? Um, um, like all of that kind of stuff. And I was kind of, you know, drowning a little bit yesterday in particular. Um, earlier in the day, especially about like, you know, there are so many things that I want to do and, and I want to get done. And it was kind of like, you know, in order to get out of this funk of just feeling stagnant mm-hmm. a little bit, a little bit in purgatory, I had to really, really do some heavy work around gratefulness. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm glad that you mentioned it, because I think oftentimes when we start to devalue ourselves or we place value on certain things that are one outside of our control to um, maybe that we, you know, that, that kind of like that exercise of forgiveness mm-hmm. where it almost feels like you deserve to be in that place. And because you feel like you deserve in a kind of way, um, you do, there's a lack of believing. Right. It just kind of almost naturally flows into that because of the trajectory of that thought goes there. Exactly. Because you know, you are your thoughts. Right. And you know, I was really like, you know, pounding it out like yo you need to be working harder how come people don't recognize this you like what's going on over here and and you need to um go to the gym i don't know like, like work, every, harder, like, work harder work and then, harder and work you'll harder. fucking be like what is uh remember jesse from saved by the bell mm-hmm. i'm so excited yeah. i'm so excited i'm so what did she say? Sad, <laughs> tired, sad. It was a, it was some crazy shit. She was on them fucking um, pills, hyper. What was on caffeine, caffeine pills? pills. Like you can't. And she was great at Just everything. She was great at everything. Oh my god, she was great at everything. And she was great at everything. She was fine. She was the you tall. Know, she, she wanted to be the stripper in the one in the movie. Right. I forgot what movie it was. The tallest one. The tallest one. You know, like the most the smartest looking one. The smart, like it, it's the crazy, and it'd be the, it'd be the, it'd be the used, it'd be the used, brother. It'd be the used. You know, it's kind of like it just ne- nothing ever feels good enough. Some one of our friends told me back in the day that I'll never be satisfied. Ooh, I was there for that conversation. Um, it wasn't me though. It wasn't him, but he he agreed. No, I, brother, I was brainwashed at the time. <laughs> he agreed at the time, y'all. Yeah. I was brave because I didn't know no better. But I mean, you guys were kind of right at the same time. But overall, I definitely feel like, you know, I, you have to, for me, always remember that there is a balance that has Mm -hmm. to happen. And through your actions, you are placing value on yourself. Yeah. If you're not giving yourself the opportunity 
to stand up, ask for a raise, say that you will not be treated that kind of way, to, um, you know, make sure that you come to the table with your ideas and say, this Mm. is my idea. I'm going to give myself a shot. Not worry that somebody's going to turn you down. You're devaluing yourself. Instantly, like immediately. Instantly devaluing yourself. I have devalued myself so many times in my career. And it's very easy to do that in the corporate space, even when you do very Mm -hmm. well. Yeah, because sometimes that's I, yeah, yeah, because I know for me, oftentimes me doing very well was not off was not I we barely scratched the surface. Yeah, we did. We barely scratched the surface, but you know I would get hints that they don't want anybody to step on their toes. I would get hints of you know maybe they're doing that because they have their own agenda, and you'd see like oh eventually oh that was nepotism because somebody else was in the pipeline for an opportunity. Brother Kari, can I tell you something real quick? Go. This bitch told me. Oh God. To be less detailed in my reports that I send to corporate. I was like, do you you want me to be a dumbass motherfucker? Ooh, 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 ah, ah, monkey bitch. Like, no, bitch. I was like, no, thank you. I have more stuff to add. I'm actually writing three more pages. Ah, ah, monkey bitch. Don't fuck. Why do, they, why do they want, like, who? I have never in my life heard anyone say, can you be less detailed? Especially when you, you know what? No, let me not even. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying. I don't but say let me too go much ahead. about some of my theories. But yeah, no, I, mm-hmm. I think that there are probably a lot of reasons for that. Um, which, um none of which is to right. highlight your intelligence. Exactly. Okay? Um, no, but overall, like just being in a space and and just feeling like you're 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 compromising who you are, mm-hmm. and it's based on survival. And you know, black people for a long time we've we've played it down. We've dimmed our light just so that we can survive because these people are very easily intimidated by us. They are very threatened by our very existence, our minds, our stature, our spirits, our essence, our beauty, all of that kind of stuff. It's very unsafe space for a black mm-hmm. person because it feels like a very uns- unsafe space for a white, pe- white person, especially those in power and who, who, who seek to maintain it. And I think that even if you are among other black people, that same level of thinking has permeated the walls of mm-hmm. corporate America. It, it, it lines the foundation and it's a part of the DNA of corporate America to be very, very political, to be very, very counter authentic culture, meaning this is how I feel and this is what I desire. And when you come in, it's not about what you feel. It's not about what you desire. It's about you clocking in and clocking out. Mm-hmm. And you learn that kind of like when you're young especially i don't know if they do this in white neighborhoods but in black neighborhoods you got to learn how to line up there's a certain time that you can use the bathroom um you got to hands sure, folded hands crossed. folded keep your your eyes straight ahead um you can leave the, the looking at the back of somebody's head like yeah. we used to do some crazy shit. right you can leave the room when the bell rings it's very much about programming us so that we can be part of an assembly line and then and then move past the assembly line and be able to go into corporate america and join maybe a you know an updated version of assembly line where the checks are a little bit better mm-hmm. than you know the tons and tons and you of get coffee and you get coffee and if you're lucky enough you work at a you work at a corporation where they give you lunch but that's few and far between so it's just i just found myself feeling very devalued Mm -hmm. um not only by the pressures of the industry that i'm in but also by the pressures that i put on myself to maintain um a certain level of integrity with my work while simultaneously wanting opportunity um, wanting to be successful, right? Wanting to be great at what I do and managing a lot of things, just a lot of pressure. And I've always been pretty cool with pressure, work well under pressure. I just really succumbed to the feelings of things that were outside of myself. Mm-hmm. 
And also through that process, I got to exercise some of the tools. So I practiced some gratefulness and some meditation. I also watched my favorite couple of people on who do on um, the tarot readings and um, astrology and all of that kind of shit because I'm I, I'm curious. I like my education wherever I can get it, and I mm-hmm. like to compare notes. If right. you feel me, cross reference. Cross That's what they reference. Said. If you're gonna like when you start getting into religion, read them all. I read them all. God, I catch them all. Pokemon. <laughs> so I'm here to win it. Um, so I was like doing all that kind of stuff and just spending some time by myself and. Amen. thank god i didn't spend too too much time there i've just been like you know exercising you know the control and the power that i have in myself that like yo it feels really wild right now it feels really crazy right now i'm definitely not where the fuck i want to be right i've said that plenty of times on this podcast but when i look at that shit i'm like yo i should be grateful i'm able to work on this show full time mm-hmm. i'm able to have investors who are who are going to give their money or, so that they can get a return you know, on what they believe to be great work. Yes. And, you know, as a part of that process, there is new responsibilities. I do have to level up in certain ways so that I can make sure that I'm very, very present, present for my opportunities, present for the opportunities I have to make for myself mm-hmm. and not feel that just because I work in um, a certain capacity uh, or I'm used to a certain thing, that means that that's good enough for the, the ways that I want abundance in my life, right. the ways that I want to grow my life. And I'm grateful for the lessons. I'm grateful to understand that, like, even though I love to help people and I love to um, support people with and with watching their dreams come to fruition, is that I also have to be very responsible and very careful with my personal dreams. Mm-hmm. And to we can't change sure, the world unless we change ourselves. Okay, it's very much about just doing the best that you fucking can. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I haven't been doing that for myself. And what I experienced yesterday was me looking at myself and being like, have you been doing the best that you could have been doing for yourself? Speaking up for yourself, um, going to the gym Mm -hmm. um, consistently, because I mean, I go and I do what I can do. You know, I don't have as many stomachs as I used to have in the past. God, thank you, Jesus. But I need to be going more. (laughs) Things like that. Shut up. But you... (laughs) Yeah, I'm grateful. Right, you know, I'm, a, I'm grateful for my two stomachs instead of my not six. A, that not had. as genius. and it wasn't a pack; it was just six stomachs. <laughs> Let's be clear. Just to be clear. Okay, thank you very and much. And I started having four nipples because <laughs> I started getting more titties too. Okay, but you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. Right, I like the I like more the titties. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it was it, once again like the exercise and like telling myself affirmations like mm-hmm. i was doing that kind of shit like that, listen that's you are real. worthy you have you to. are amazing you are intelligent you can do it like you know all of that kind of stuff i had to really go and also just be like you know i forgive myself for yes. you know judging myself so harshly i'm um, actually glad that you really that you share that because i i, I that's why i love this podcast you know um i love the grapevine but i think this is what i love about this podcast because i feel like uh, and and this is what we meaning my friends your friends get to experience is that you know people kind of see you in a certain way and they think you know this is how you get to it you know what i mean like when people like oh donovan's the smartest person i've ever this is how you get to it you you you're the way that you're open about all of your circumstances and how you get through things and the fact that you're honest about that it's a process to continue like to continuously having to like check yourself and even like telling yourself that you're beautiful and telling yourself that you're smart like this is the work you guys this this is how you do it like this is literally how you do it and this is why i love the podcast because this is kind of like 
the behind the scenes even though we see a lot of who you are but it's more topic focused you know what i mean yeah and I, that's why i love this part because this is what we get to experience and this is how it rubs off on me and rubs off on everybody else so it's really great to actually see and be able to see that you still have to do this work on a continual basis to make sure that that is it's the part of the the work and the territory you have to keep going and growing and and and, and learning yeah. and that's all a part of it and it's all mixed in at the same time wow yeah thank you brother man i appreciate that you know i feel like i have to share i know what it's like to definitely right that's how i feel yeah i know what it's like to definitely bottle up everything that i'm feeling because i believed that i had to do it all myself all by myself i believe that i had to be strong i believe that people were not i couldn't trust people to handle mm -hmm. the weight of my stuff in addition to theirs so i wasn't necessarily a sharer and then through like praying i actually prayed for like great friends and i actually and i've always had donnie in my life who was when the going gets go, going gets really tough you go to donnie mm -hmm. for me for many, many years in my life glad she's my friend too yeah she's an amazing beautiful spirit i, I recognize her from past lives I've, I've known that spirit my entire life and i knew immediately that i could be safe with her so grateful for her but you know it was it's a journey it was definitely a journey to to reveal all of who I am right. and all of these and I, and there's so much more there's so much more to us certain things that you know I keep for myself and I process for myself just like anybody else until I'm ready mm -hmm. until I'm open but when it comes to these kind of things about like the day-to-day -day mm -hmm. life I feel like we should all be sharing with each other we should everybody should be in therapy you know for me this is kind of an exercise in like the how normalized it should be yeah. to talk with each other um, people who you who, who you can trust um, because sure. yeah it's about again it's about getting the tools because the thing about it is there's no medicine there's no remedy there's no, no. fix it pill for a lot of these situations the no. only thing that we can do is equip ourselves because you're still going to run into bull because again if you believe in energies, you, there's energies outside of yourself that's doing its own thing. So that's and that's Listen bullshit. Around that's, every corner, that's the bullshit. But again, so that's it's never gonna stop. But what the I the, the point is to get the tools and right. to put them in your tool in your pocket in your tool belt. Yeah. So that when the bullshit comes, it's like oh I know Ooh, this take bullshit. out the tennis racket right and, and that's all it's about and that's what I love it because there, again there's no way there's no fix it but there's a way to I guess. There's a way to manage. There's manage a way. There's a way to cope. And it's kind of like the, the thing where it's like you know, I be, I believe your grandmother probably told you this if you're lucky to have one or or someone wise you may have heard everything from the television to a story of somebody who's been through something, mm -hmm. who will definitely tell you like you know like life isn't easy. It's really 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 hard. Okay, it's 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 a very very difficult thing. But what you can do first is like just try to pay attention to the lessons mm -hmm. you know just if not for anybody else it's for yourself like step one and you know what always comes back to the same shit about getting to know yourself actually and i realize that's just another great way of saying the same shit We're going that, to get them tattoos yeah it's the same th way of saying it like like any like your old grandmother would just mm -hmm. tell you about just like you know nurturing your own spirit you have to and and your friends are a reflection of who you are and honestly like our life sometimes if we really really take a great look at it is a reflection of what we've been doing mm -hmm. you actually mentioned that yeah. earlier 
actually and, mentioned and that's that why, and that's why I said even again even though it was seemingly I'm a manager at this place I make this amount of money KK a year you know what I mean it's uh, it's the same result of me not believing in myself in, in in the same way because the person that I know who I that I know who I am is not that yeah. manager in the store with his his light dim dealing with HR stuff that's not that's not my life mm-hmm. spiritually that's not my life right. so that's why I, like you said it's it's the, the sum of our experiences yeah yeah and absolutely and and it's okay yeah. too but I, again now it's the point where <laughs> the universe is like okay bitch what do you want to do and, and you that's have choices why, and that's why i like just what you said like the universe like this is why i think universally it's just really good to share it it's is re- it's just, you have it's, to it's really really good to be honest about your desire so that the universe can hear you so that you can hear you so that the people around you can hear you Make a declaration of why you're here and what you want to do. Because if you're in the wrong place. That's why you're like, what's your purpose? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Tell me. Tell me what you Because mm-hmm. that is the role. Because you can definitely fulfill your purpose in the corporate space. You absolutely can. But the corporate space as it is has to have agents of change. Right. And and that usually is birthed out of knowing who you are. Because if, because if you, you want to be who you are, there's a certain level of negotiation that has to happen when somebody else who's offering you a paycheck tells you who you have to be right. in order to get this paycheck. And you'll be able to, what is the word? Compartmentalize. Compartmentalize, yeah, absolutely. How to you know move Absol- forward with absolutely. that, with that information, knowing who you are. Yeah, absolutely. And how to navigate that space. Yeah, and I, and I think that that was, my def- that was definitely one of the, that was probably my main tool mm-hmm. when it came to the corporate space was compartmentalization and understanding like this is a means and a method to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> exactly. And do what it, baby, when I did that, work was easy breezy. I used right. to damn near skip into that office. <laughs> Good luck trying to make me upset. Right. I mean, I had to deal with like two racist white bitches uh, that really they tried. They tried. They they tried it. But you know what? Where I was, I was at the point where everybody could get it. So I just, I just had, I just read them for filth in front of everybody. Good. And that's and somebody and people need a good cussing out too. And you ain't even need to cuss, but you can cuss someone out. You ain't even got to cuss for no cursing, but for filth. And then I remember um, this is like the extent of it. I didn't even tell H. I didn't even do none of that. Stuff. <laughs> I um, just left. And then the uh, her, the suit, the uh, main guy, the one of the SVPs, um, was like, "Hey, you know, like I saw the, like that happen." And I was like, "Yeah, it happens all the time in here. Very passive aggressive racism." Yeah. And then he was like, "You know, I don't know if it's that." And I was like, "You wouldn't know you're a white man. You experience the world in a completely different way than I do. And you're also in charge and you also you you just you sign these people's paychecks. So they are definitely going to treat you differently, but no one is going to be disrespectful to me. Nobody." Okay? And that was the extent of that fucking conversation. And guess what? That that lady never said a fucking word to me ever again. Congratulations. Easy breezy. Skipped my ass in there every day right past her office and say shit to her. Hello everybody but her. <laughs> Like, let me tell you, like, Ooh, man, coping mechanisms, because to. once again, like, you know, I could have easily, Strategic. because what happens strategic. especially is, as a black person. And then like going back to the value part is that what you learn is that you're not supposed to speak. You're supposed to be quiet. You're supposed mm-hmm. to deal with the passive aggressive attitudes or the aggressive attitudes or the ones where they steal your ideas mm-hmm. or they do all that. You're supposed to just be quiet about it. Oh. literally devaluing yourself oh literally but 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 feeling like you're stuck in that place oh my god 
feeling like you're stuck. These people no. are crazy. Can I? Let me try. I gotta share a story. So I did a walkthrough with corporate, and I did a phenomenal job. And I, I, I did, didn't. I know you did. I didn't ask people to cheer for me and say anything. I did what I had to do, and I bounced. They're like, "Oh, William did a good job. William did a good job." It's because he's an actor. Bitch. Don't need no hate. Let me tell you something. Holleration. Ashy nation. I was very prepared. I am very smart. I can articulate things very well and comprehend. I knew the reports front and back, sideways, and to the front. And yes, I'm an actor. All of the above, bitch. Don't All play of the me. above. And that, again, that's, you, that's none that, of that the devaluing. Above. And you want to reduce me to that? Like, like you... This ain't this ain't the place for me. Wait, wait a minute. Shout out to T with Queen and J. Hey. Oh fuck! I don't have my phone with me. But Will and I were talking a little bit about this before we came on, mm-hmm. and I pulled out my phone. I went on Instagram because somebody oh, sent me a message. Yes. The first post that came up on Instagram was from T with Queen and J. And if you haven't checked it out, please check out their podcast. It's amazing. These are black womanists. We they are out love here snatching wigs. They've been snatching wigs since the eighties. Queen and Jay. Okay. Um, now, but they're hella cool. Um, millennials. Um, dope as perspectives. And they're also on the grapevine. Check yes. them out if you want to see what they look like. They're but great. they have an amazing podcast. But um, I, love, I love their look too. They become a, I just love yeah, they just have a great presence about them. Yeah. I love them. Really good energy. Fuck. And Are you know we're being pro- we're professionals, so oh yeah, maybe okay you can pull it up. Yeah, but keep going. Um, but yeah, like so we were talking and we were talking about this whole thing about like having a podcast of what it means to inform yourself on what is value for you, how are you doing with your own I would say way of measuring your value. Do you feel devalued? All of these things that we were talking through that. And mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, you know, I was feeling very devalued. I was feeling that kind of way. And what did their post say? I'm ready. I don't know who need to hear this, but you've been humble too long. Mm. Shit on them. Yes. Shit on these hoes. What La La Mano I say? I'm better than y'all. Shit on these hoes. I'm better than y'all. on these hoes. I'm better than y'all. Now, I'm still better than y'all. Well, I don't know. Well, you know, whatever. But. I really, really like that post. Yes. Because I was like, you know. Sometimes you need to shit on people. Yeah. Be like, being humble is great. It's a great tool. However, being humble is one of those things where it's a way of life. However, life needs to be able to be calibrated mm-hmm. according to where you are and the spaces that you're in. And sometimes you need to flex on people mm-hmm. and remind people that, listen, my experience, my perspective, my talents, my smarts, my wit, what I bring to the table is of value. Because you have not part- decided to participate, whether that be because of insecurity, ignorance, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. I'm here to remind you that it has value. Mm-hmm. And how can you be both humble and let people know when they're in the, they're in the uh, space of extreme value? Right. It's called balance. Mm-hmm. And I've just realized that there's certain places where you can walk in the room and just be humble and let your light shine because people will allow that to happen. But there are other places where people put roadblocks in front of you. And you have to be like, listen, regardless of the roadblocks, I come and I come with value. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that you can do. This is a freight train of abundance coming through, boo. 
House of Abundance. Hey, 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 hey I'm House coming. of Abundance. Ha, ha, ha. House Sound of Abundance. Town, town, I'm coming through abundance. now. Watch out now. Get out of my way. Hey, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Coming so abundantly. <laughs> Can't you see? <laughs> I'm coming. Abundantly. Ooh, Can't coming. you see? Oh, sorry. That was inappropriate. Um, But, you know, I think for me, it was just like... um. A crash course yesterday, maybe not a crash course, maybe like a, a very, very high level course. Like this is a senior right. year course. And like, yo, you learned about this. You learned it as a freshman. You learned it about it as a sophomore. You learned right. it junior year. Like this is a perfect time to show that you have retained everything that mm-hmm. you've learned. And are you ready to graduate? And is you ready to graduate? And I may, I'm not ready to graduate, I wouldn't say, but I'm definitely in a place now where I'm very hyper aware mm-hmm. that a lot of the things that I've been through, especially in, even in the corporate space, did prepare me for where I am right, right now. Exactly. And, and now I have to take it to a new level where we will take humility and we will make it, and we will re- recalibrate. Right what it is for this space which means that i don't have to i don't necessarily have to shit on people but i do at certain times i have people know like listen it's getting about to get real funky up in here because i am here Mm -hmm. and i have plenty of space and plenty of light and i don't and i don't have to dim dim that for anybody else and i certainly don't have to dim it so that i can have opportunities or so that i can you know not make people feel intimidated whatever the case may be so it was a great day of just extreme like self therapy and alone time that I don't often get to do because often, you know, there's a meeting or there's something happening or there's oh, you always got a computer there, at your face. Yeah. There's always a computer at myself and my face. And I'm always consuming things, always consuming whether that be news or content, um, content or, or people or, you know, sometimes you need to spend a time alone. And I was like, well, why? Why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling so devalued when I know that I have so much value? Or it was more so like, well, why are people? And then I was thinking like people, like why am I thinking about people? That ain't nothing to do with them. That don't got nothing to do I'm with me. I'm not owning their shit. You know what I'm saying? And some of it is just really, really close to home. So it's right. really, really hard to compartmentalize mm-hmm. that way. But it can be done. Right. It can definitely be done. And I'm not saying that I figured it all out mm-hmm. last night, but I definitely got to a place where... I definitely feel like there's a huge difference between the way that um, I have to navigate the entrepreneurship route, which is very much so about putting yourself out mm-hmm. there. And for a personality like mine, right. I'm just trying to do me and be the best me that I can be. Right. I'm not really concerned with putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. So there's this combination of understanding like there's a sacrifice and a give and a take that has to happen here. And that's just, you know, the responsibilities of you know, my purpose and the purpose that I have is to continue to go out there and remind people of exactly who they are. And I can point them to the avenues, whether that be children that you spoke about earlier, that child is there to point you to who you are. If you're going through something rough right now, that's to point you to who you are. If you're experiencing death in the family, that's to point you to who you are. And how do we get and there? And those things all shape you. And those things all shape you. And and, and I want to be involved with as many people in the world that's as I possibly I can. Mm-hmm. Exactly. To help them understand how best to get to themselves. And we're all in this together. And and even as I help you get closer to yourself, I help me get closer to myself. Absolutely. That is the part, that exchange. And that's what, and because again, that her sharing that note with me got me so close to myself that I was like, oh my gosh. 
That's amazing. That's really I'm I'm I was really excited when you told me about that note because I feel like, you know, sometimes when you're going through hard shit, you know, we don't we don't necessarily need validation, but when it seems as though the universe has got your back in that moment, it's like this is amazing. And you know some how I feel sometimes about myself and how I am as a singer and Yeah, but what? you gotta get that together, yeah, girl. I know, I know. I'm not just you know I but, got my own work to do, girl. I know, but it's amazing that the universe yeah. does help you along. Help, yes, it exactly. Along. And and that really, really does feel quite good right it, it really just quite good to, feels um actually amazing because at 30 something years old to still feel like these things that we were feeling when we were mm-hmm. little kids or we were feeling in our 20s it's like jesus like when right. do these things go away and i think like they never really really go mm-hmm. away kind of like what we've been saying yep. it's more so about just fi- finding out the right coping mechanisms the right tools um and the right avenues to take when these things come up and we need and we need everyone to participate so we can figure that shit out together absolutely i definitely agree with that and you know for me you know what i experienced yesterday with the emotions and the and the feelings i am really 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 quite good at putting things where they belong mm-hmm. but sometimes even for those of us who do those things well life has a way of catching up with you mm-hmm. and giving you a one two punch and even in those moments you have to realize that sometimes you are fighting yourself and you got to put on those gloves and you got to punch yourself back right <laughs> show up to the fight for yourself and you know make a decision when you can because it's, it's, it's hard yeah but make a decision when you can and for me i was like you know what right now i'm still feeling some kind of way about feeling devalued feeling like you know i want more opportunities i can work even harder give me more opportunities i will eat that calm down right take a beat and you and you get a moment have take a, moment. a minute you are eating. Be grateful for right. where you are. Be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for the opportunities that will that will come. This breath that runs through your body. Absolutely. Every time someone tells you that you've touched their life. Yeah, every time. Because, you know, it's just so much easier to fall into the habit of celebrating negativity mm-hmm. and celebrating the losses and the aspirations of doing better than giving yourself credit for what you have actually accomplished. Right. And it was just an extreme, once again, an extreme exercise in like reality check. And the reality sometimes is that it's better than what you think. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your situation is so much better right. than what you think. And it's about perspective and it's about the angle that you're coming from and perspective um is everything when you're dealing with, you know, when you're looking at depression's door or when you're looking at, you know, uh, something that's come up, but you find yourself there again, because even sometimes that realization can feel so sad. You know, even things that you can't avoid like heartbreak or death, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like you just feel so extremely powerless. And even in that powerlessness, the power comes in through a decision and how and and if next moment your next decision for your next moment and if that can be via the via the lens of gratefulness i don't know you know for me i'm definitely better off yeah it's such a like powerful tool because it's like to be able to pinpoint something great or good or whatever in your life through amongst all like the the power to be able to 
feel that feeling of picking something good out of your life like that's a, a little bit of power to that's like yeah. really 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 cool yeah and amazing and powerful yeah that you know despite what's going on again there's always something good there's something there's something up in there there's, there's just something. a little something something in and it might not be the most highlighted. It might, might not be the the, the, the thing that happened that just happened the most recent. It might be not be in the forefront, but there's something there. Mm-hmm. There is definitely something there to be grateful for. And um, and again, even like again, going through the list of affirmations of again, even if it's like, because even sometimes when I think about it, is kind of get a little dark. But when I think about my my mom, my stepmom passing away from cancer. Like the fact that I used to just be grateful for having my legs because I used to have to carry her everywhere. And I was like literally grateful that I, I was like, I, bitch, I could walk up and down these stairs anytime I wanted. Yeah. Like I have to do like certain things just could not be get done. You know what I mean? When I when I thought about this shit and it's like you there is something to be grateful for. Absolutely. There is something. And it's just so easy to lose sight of that. And value. The reason I want to bring it back to value really fast, because the value that you can have at any moment on yourself is connected to the things that you should be grateful for. So placing value in yourself for me, I'll speak about myself. Mm -hmm. So the value for me is that I am doing the work that I feel is my purpose. I am a handsome guy. I am healthy. I do have love in my life. Like these are the things that make me valuable. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm gay, I'm black. You know, my family's from the Caribbean. I have amazing friends who are from all over the diaspora. I get to hear so many stories. I'm an empath. Mm -hmm. You know, this makes me valuable in all of the spaces that I'm in because I come with a level of curiosity and a level of knowing. I'm a student and I'm a teacher. You know, this is what makes me valuable. And when you're in a space where people don't want you to teach them anything, you know what I'm saying? They want to give you the Mm -hmm. opportunity to learn in a space where they won't give you the kind of love that you kind of, that you come with right. naturally, it can make you feel like you have less value than you actually have. Right. So gratefulness is, is directly tethered co- to, 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 yeah. to, to, you know what I mean? To feeling that you're of value and feeling devalued is to be in the absence of gratefulness. Right. It's to be oh, in the absence exactly. of being directly connected to the mm-hmm. things that make you exactly who you are. It's kind of, yeah. And it's kind of connected to the idea of thought, thoughts and meditation yeah as of actually like physically highlighting or lighting up as you call it yeah lighting up the good things in your life instead yeah. of lighting up the bad things so Absolutely. like instantly lighting up the good things adds value and it brings those things to the forefront so then that's those are the things that kind of stack up on top of you that that you bring you know what i mean as soon as yeah. you give those things truth as soon as you give those things to be grateful for power and truth you know what i mean and highlight them and light them up they become bigger and that's why gratefulness grows yeah like when you exactly. actually when you practice it it yeah. just grows oh and it, it, it literally like manifests and then you be like oh i'm grateful for this and that and then you just literally it manifests into, and then you're like you're on a grateful and, and gratefulness go, train exactly and going to your point you re- you suddenly realize that it wasn't even as bad as you thought it was yeah it's true it's just because of that that bad shit was right there on the surface and then you just played with it like that, that that's sit- exactly yeah. what i did yesterday you were like, sitting in it like there were so many things that I didn't like and I was like, I really don't like these things and I just was like, you know what? I'm going to go take a pool. I'm going to take a dip in this pool. I'm going to take a real long dip right. and uh, I'm just going to do the backstroke and, and everything in this feeling of complete negativity, not connected with the things that make me valuable, but speaking directly to the things that made me feel, you know, less than less than desirable in that, in that moment. Mm-hmm. And those things are not true. 
at all. But just like that, just because you decide to spend time and light up those places, light up those thoughts, play with them, flirt with them, indulge them, drag you right on down. Yeah, and then it takes you know. For me, I don't like to. I don't like to spend too much uh, time there. <laughs> that is not my people's. That's not my. That's not my scene. Right. I don't really. I don't really like those people. I don't really like it down here. Yeah. So for me, it was like, uh, right now, code blue, code blue. Like you need to isolate yourself and get your shit together. And I'm gratefulness was like one of the first things that I ran to. Mm-hmm. When I had like a long time and I was like, okay, listen, we've spent a long time here today. Right. There's some shit in there. There's some good shit. I know there's some good shit in there. There's got to be. There. And you know, I mean, value. You know, I, I would say like for everybody who's listening to this, like think about what makes you, for you, valuable. Mm-hmm. What makes you valuable? And in what areas of your life do you find yourself feeling undervalued, mm-hmm. underappreciated, and then what would you change about those circumstances? What would you do differently? How would you show up? Do you need recalibration? You know, have you been practicing humility enough and now it's time to do a little uh, poo-poo all over the place and let people know who's really funky in this motherfucker? Right. You know, and that is to say that, like, you know, just letting people know that you are valuable and that you deserve more, you deserve better, you deserve something new, you deserve an opportunity. You know, maybe the person that you need to be talking to is yourself. You forgot how valuable you are. You forgot how grateful you should be. And if you weren't valuable, you wouldn't have those things. You wouldn't be who you are, you know? Mm-hmm. I think like that's a great question or a great couple of questions to ask yourself. And, and, and let us know those answers. Let us know what you think about those things. And if anything, you know, for me, I think like the question of what makes me valuable is one of those fundamental questions that gets you closer to yourself. Because if you didn't, if you don't know what makes you valuable, you have to figure out what that mm-hmm. is and why you don't see mm-hmm. yourself in that way. You know, I've asked people that and question that, before. And that, and, that, and that to me is directly connected to the energy that you bring to the table. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. how you, you know, show up in the world. I, I mean, obviously literally how you show up in the world, how you value yourself Yeah, and, how that impacts again those around you yeah you know i am actually preparing to do um a little documentary on racism and i was thinking about racism and i was thinking about when they see us and i won't spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it i'm not going to talk about i gotta it watch much. it i gotta watch it maybe we'll talk about it next time hey but what i was thinking about was the way that black people have been brainwashed and white people have been I don't know, I would say self-congratulating, lying to themselves by this narrative that white people are pure and innocent and nonviolent and black people are violent. And how we actually place value on these stereotypes and they're all a lie. Right. It's a lie. (laughs) Looking at the way that traditionally black people have been very caring like if you don't if you think that we're savages why do you leave your children with us every day go to the upper east side every every baby why do you let us into your home that's being pushed down the street is being pushed down by a caribbean woman i kid you not you can go look okay why are you allowing us to why you have us in your home cooking your food why did you build this nation off of our work 
Why did you build this you know what? <laughs> off of... You know what I'm saying? I'm like, like literally thinking we could probably take them all out right now. Why, if we, if we why, had a rally... Why, did, why was there a civil war as to control? Why is it that we had to have Jim Crow? Why was it so serious that even like, you know, what would be in all and, you know, you know, current decades pop stars black pop stars in the 70s and the 60s and the 50s and the 40s they didn't want them with white girls because they were afraid that the white girls would love them too much why are you so scared why are you so intimidated well because why do you show up to the party that way and it's because they have a lack of value Mm -hmm. on themselves and they have an extreme um, awareness of the value of black people Mm -hmm. And if that means that we have to control them, if that means that we have to we have to have ownership of their bodies, of their experiences, and we have to do things in legislation, minds, education, um, you know, all of all of the all of the things, marketing, um, mind control, programming via you know television programs, radio stations, Physically, the music food, that they allow in the airwaves, the food, lock them up, um, the um, of the resources that are given to us because the resources that are given to white people are so different than the resources that are given to black people, regardless of you know any preconceived notions of what black people or white people are capable of. At a, at the root of it, in this country, because of racism, we are traditionally given lesser opportunities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that I believe is directly linked to the fact that white people in, in saying that don't allow these black people to read know that once we have these things, the, the value, value, even before we have those things, mm-hmm. the, the value, value. So they want to distance us mm-hmm. from the things that can help us to reach our optimal potential or, or, or by that time, you know, just live and be who we are. In fact, giving once being the owners of these things and giving it to them to help them out. Mm-hmm. And this is what they do to us. And in that way, we see a little bit of those things every time. When we look at corporate America, corporate America is the construction of whiteness. It is very, very super politically charged. It's all about capitalism, which is just about some of us have to win, so and a lot of you have to lose subsequently. And and in that in that in that way, it's you know white people, you know those of us we're here and we're civilized, and all of you black people that we employ to be in our homes, take care of our children, we use you and your and your bodies to create vaccines and to create mm-hmm. medicine to heal us. You guys are worthless. Yeah, believe that. You know what? The actually, jig is up. Because it's actually the quite opposite, um, and I think that's I think also to that there's a spiritual value that we've always kind of had even though and i think that was a, a big part of breaking that spiritual value yeah. because again we didn't have the, the certain resources but there was always a spiritual value in us and that's why they had to disconnect and us that's from why they're, spirituality. you know and that's why that was a, a big you know implementation but i just want to quote my sister because it's so true because we're literally like in many ways like biologically physically superior than white people so like naturally over the years it's also like there's a some documentary that talks about even it being like their rage being embedded in their dna almost like like nature type shit because they literally have to like retaliate in the way because of like survival like they n- literally know that in all of these ways that our skin our organs like it's like there it's mm. we're more superior and I want to quote my sister because this shit was so funny. I was having a conversation about this kind of similar topic. But we, she was like, we found white people in holes and caves packed with doo-doo when we were building democracy bathing in oils. Okay. Okay. And that's, that's the, the truth of our history. 
and I'm sorry, but white people can't take that. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it, it is hard. It's it is hard actually to like learn about life the way that you learn it as a white person, and then get a little bit of information that furthermore shows that that you're literally ain't shit. Right. That must and, be crazy. Yeah, and I mean, you know, like for me, I will definitely say that like I am very, very much a realist. But I do have, you know, there are ideals that I that I have, but I get what's actually happening here in that you guys aren't fooling us anymore. Yep. I was watching Megan McCain and she was explaining why Republicans are more likely to be like, is the president incompetent because of trade wars than because of children locked up in cages? So... Well, somebody else on the panel was like, so you mean to tell me that the thing that will get Republicans to turn on the president is because of taxes and tariffs and trade wars as opposed to kids being locked up? And she was like, listen, I'm just so Megan was like, listen, I'm just trying to explain to you how we work. And I thought more about that. And I was like, it sounds like very programmy. This is some crazy. Get out. (laughs) White people shit. Like, you know. To boil it down, this lady just basically said on TV as a proud Republican conservative woman that basically Republican people care more about their coin than they care about little kids. Now, that's scary. When we think about this, is that any different than slavery? Nope. Is that any different than Jim Crow and segregation? Is that any different than the KKK? Is that any different than dragging little boys out of their homes and beating the shit out of them and hanging them from trees because and and cutting their dicks off and leaving it on the floor because you you are you intimidated mad. by that big dicks? You're so mad. Is that any different? You not caring about humanity because you'd rather just quote unquote be on top or have access to your money because your value is placed in something else and not yourself? Come on, like Get out. I see you. I see you. So when you get into um, a corporate space, once again, just to drive this point home, is that this is literally a playground mm-hmm. for capitalism and racism, mm-hmm. sexism, homophobia, a lot of the other things it's, that go on. It's a playground. It's a it's petri dish for these types of an ex- of experiences. And this is why when you get to the C-suite organization, um, organization levels, you'll always see white men you'll always see majority white men you'll see a couple of white women you'll see one or two black people probably you'll see asian people a couple more you'll see a couple more asian people right um but this is the experience and sometimes you won't see any people of color you know and it's because the outside world in this world where you see people you know see these men who want ownership of women's bodies um, who want to have a bigger prison industrial complex who want to see a war on drugs come back who claim to be Christians, mm-hmm. right? That's your ideology, but at the same time, these kids, you're worried about the uh, trade right. war Fuck and not the here. kids, or not worried about any of these other things that should be, you know, kids are getting shot up in schools. They're shooting each other in schools. They have people who will come back who aren't even, aren't even attending the school and shoot up the school. They're dying. But we won't. We don't have gun legislation. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying all of this to say is that we have a really warped sense of value, a really, really extreme warped sense of value. Whether you think about that in context of 
you know, even being on the social media and looking at what's valuable in social mm-hmm. media, what's valuable in corporate America, all of the work that you, that I, that we have to do around value is an internal negotiation first. Because mm-hmm. you have to set the standards for who you are. Yes. Who are you? Mm-hmm. What do you believe in? What makes you valuable? What makes your community valuable? Are you pouring in just as much or even more than you are taking mm-hmm. that's a great way to, to measure value right you know what i'm saying how are that's, you a, impacting that's a pretty good equation how are you impacting the are community you taking more from the community than, that sh- than you're giving yeah absolutely and i feel like you know when you're in the corporate space the metrics that we use around value when you're in the space of trying to oh basically the capitalism space right when you're in the capitalism space how do you negotiate your value i think that it's a it's a matter of balance i think that it's definitely a a negotiation with yourself like i've said before of this is what i know to be true when i look at the system and you decide to step into it these are the parameters that we have to play by but by all means don't forget to step out of the system and remember how valuable you are and Mm -hmm. it's not based on you know this pretend this pretend system but it may be based on all of the things that are unique to you the road that you Mm -hmm. took to get there your pain your the pressure that you know that have that That has made you into the diamond you know the things that light you up so funny that you say that so i have uh, a person um who i work with he's a black man um he's going back into a, a specific corporate space uh where they kind of i guess the 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 corporation he's going there they do like business around brand imaging and if they like do things wrong mm-hmm. they like public relations and like making sure that they have great imaging and covering up things and making like highlighting the good stuff push pushing that to the forefront and he was saying how nervous and scared he was and i just like just started talking and immediately i was just like you have to literally value who you are i said first of all you as a black gay man add so much value to that company Mm -hmm. immediately because of your perspective absolutely this is why we have all these situations where these it shouldn't even be happening, but these big ass fucking companies are doing the dumbest fucking shit of regarding racism and sexism because they don't have people in the room. And I said, Absolutely. you know, and we, we know that. And this is something we talk about all the time. So I, because they don't value the, you know, and I was like, there's no reason for you to be scared because first of all, they hired you. And I don't know if they see it, but you have to see it for yourself first so that your perspective of just being a gay black man alone, not even adding anything else to the mix, not even adding how smart you are and what you know and how you just adding that to the mix alone is adding so much value and perspective to that company. Absolutely. um, And the people that you help. So embrace that and everything else you'll learn. You'll learn the logistics of the business. You'll learn the this and the that. But embrace and hone in on that. Yeah, because you own that. You take that wherever you go. And if you don't take it with you, you'll show up and you won't show up as your full self. At all. And that isn't, that is not how valuable. You were worth way more than that. Yep. So you have to come through and it can be a tricky space. It can be a really, really tricky space. Mm-hmm. But I think that that is a lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a lesson for all of us, especially because the world is changing. And if, you know, I, I just want, you know, especially for black people, like, and gay people and queer people, trans people. It's like when you show up in a space, you can make the decision to show up and do too much. You right. can make the decision, which can be overcompensation. You can go in and you can um, try the humble route and be extra humble and mm-hmm. not show up for yourself. But there is so much good, good, good value 
in just finding balance mm-hmm. and learning how to show up for yourself and what's necessary and learn and, and just being very, very hyper aware mm-hmm. of the way that you show up and just be yourself. Remember that that in and of itself is directly mm-hmm. linked to just how you just sh- how right. you show up. Like, how do you value yourself? Right. And again, because even like I said before, the energies that exist in the world you know they're there but don't necessarily have anything to do with you but you will have to interact with them yeah so it's important for you to get closer to yourself figure out those tools that you need to help you cope with with the because again we run we run into these certain situations as children as teenagers as young adults but they they all look different but when yeah. you actually look at it it's sim- very similar situations and it, the sooner that we are able to know what our non-negotiables are for ourselves we can uphold ourselves to that and know you know that where we're going is where we want to be and if we're not then we have to ask ourselves why aren't we saying who we want to be yeah you know why aren't we you know fulfilling acting the way that we say we wanted to 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 act mm-hmm. um and that's just kind of again more perspective stuff but yeah yeah and which and all of these questions are what valuable valuable and um i mean i don't really have I, i'm good i'm good on this subject like but just more than anything the reason why i feel like everybody should just take the time and go through what value means to them is because value may start with who but may start with you mm-hmm. but it spreads out into every area of your life how well you take care of yourself you know just in terms of like going to the gym mm-hmm. right like this is also a discussion mm-hmm. that i had to have with myself right um because i'm all p- perpetually just trying to get better it's like bitch like you're gonna have to try and try and try again fine do that all you want but make a decision now right make a decision now because you have to start placing value on yourself a, a, a value that you actually want a value that you actually believe to be true and if and if and if i'm not kind of like having that output then i had to kind of like look at how i'm really va- evaluating or valuing myself right. and then i had a, a couple of truths that i had to face around that mm-hmm. which is more so that like you know perhaps there is something that is blocking me from stepping all the way into mm. my greatness same as and, and you know that could be you know i mean for me i believe that it's a it's a lack of value and i quickly kind of got to a place where i was like oh wow this is i think i said it already before it's like the senior year level mm-hmm. it's like oh this is how you clean this shit up right it's because the truth of the matter is is that there is a discrepancy when it comes to value mm-hmm. and you know for once again for everybody who's listening value what does that mean to you what are your metrics for value? Does it change from space to space? How is it impacting your general life with the kind of person who you want to be a spouse, who, is, who you want to be your spouse, the kind of spouse that you chose? Mm-hmm. What do they value? And how is the way that you place value and what you place value on, whether that be internally or whether that be externally, how has that manifested the world mm-hmm. around you? And if you find yourself in a place where you don't like the way that things are, Think about what you can be grateful for and then also think about the way that you are distributing value. And I think that that's like a good combination of trying to strike balance, balance in like, okay, on one aspect, this is really about finding out how valuable I am. And the other other aspect is finding out how can I show up better for Mm -hmm. myself, Mm -hmm. right? How can I show up better for myself so that the value that I arrive 
at is a reflection of who I want to be, is a reflection of who I believe or I thought myself to be. Because sometimes maybe there's just some recalibration that needs to happen and that's okay. But the lack of awareness for me is what drove me to a place where I felt like all of these outside things were tugging at my heartstrings. And, um, you know, gratefulness, once again, for me was a great tool, but maybe it's something else for you guys. And in which case, I would love to know what that is. Yes, let us know. Yeah, so that's all I got, brother. Yes, that's all I got, too. Well, all right, so then we can peace the hell out. Hey. Um, so, you know, follow us, you guys, at No Days Off TV on Instagram and Twitter. We're on Facebook as well. All of them, all of them platforms. All of them. Will, what's yours? Where can people follow you? Me? Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, your Instagram or like whatever. You oh, want. my Instagram child need a whole. Oh my God, I don't want to say it. But oh, like, well, I don't want to force you. It's fine. It's fine. I'm 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 forward facing, right? Um, it's Duke of Bow D U K E of B E A U X on the Instagram. You know when people have when people have an X at the end of their name is is only fancy people. <laughs> well, <laughs> because I'm, you don't pronounce the X, but so you it's don't. Fa- yeah, so, so Will Duke is fancy. Um, yeah, you can find me on the Instagrams. Um, but yeah, I just want to, I always have to thank, you know, the universe for allowing us to have this conversation. Um, thank you for, again, choosing me to be your partner in crime with this, you know, amazing journey with no days off. Um, and I think, you know, again, with the, the value theme is, um, for me, it's just really, it has, wanting me to do so much more mm-hmm. and really like you know step out of the planning step out of the 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 wishing and the hoping you know i'm doing some great shit but really like getting more of the doing and i think you know the the with the value the value lesson the more that i do that work the easier it is that it's going to be able to kick it into high gear because it's there's not going to be an underlying you know sense of fear or doubt or worry it's mm-hmm. just like this is who i am i got it so let's put this fucking fire on it yeah it's like a challenge how yeah. much do you care for yourself exactly. how much do you value exactly. yourself exactly and i think you know again with the uh with the situation at work and not feeling so much pressure it was like and and having that kind of full circle moment the value that i placed on myself kind of changed and about and my capabilities almost like i could do I'm going to be a fucking singer, bitch. So, yeah. I love you guys. Oh, well, you know, mine is I underscore am underscore Donovan. Yes. On the they Instagram and on popular. the Twitter. Oh, whatever. Brother. I'm also on 10K, girl. Stop. It. I'm still scrapping for one. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. Shut up, brother. Um, well, that's why you said your name so people can follow yes. you. Yeah, I'm gonna get two followers. Not any followers are good follow. I love everybody that follow me. Amen. I mean, I feel like I lose just as many people who follow me on any given day, but um, it doesn't matter. It's just so that we can just keep in yeah, touch with each other, exactly. okay? And we can send each other love notes. Yes, and, and go e- and tell each other how much we value each yes, other. Yes, and go to the No Days Off Instagram because you know what? I'm a, I'm a speaking up for speaking up for yourself. You know, yeah. I don't do very much for my own Instagram page, and I, you know, I could do a lot of work on mine, but I work really hard on the No Days Off Instagram, and I can always do better, but I do work really hard. So please check out the No Days Off Instagram. It looks really pretty. We are happy with how it's turning out, and yeah. it has some great stuff. You can see some of our clips there uh we have motiv- motivational 
thoughts that we think about in the morning sometimes me and donovan are chatting and we just think about stuff and we you know add that to the instagram yeah um and we and i promise and we promise to do more stuff with the story so check it out support the instagram help us keep it going and you know comment like share all that stuff all that social media you know digital stuff and and yeah. we love you. And we love you. So take a little time to get to know yourself. Take no shit. And take no, no days off. Love you guys. Love have you. an amazing week. Yes, have a good one. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. We're going to do another one for Pride too, but happy Pride.